Good morning and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain. I'm your host, Steph, and this is a show that dives into health and healing, where we discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Today we're going to talk about domain wellness, but specifically the ripple effect that it has when we address one area or neglect one area. Thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to a new episode. So glad you guys are willing and able to join. I was working very hard on my transition and uh, we'll, we'll call this a win because I didn't default to my regular. I'm going to get started here with just kind of radical appreciation for some of the people I have in my life that just pour into me in ways that are kind of pretty befuddling to me at times. I am surrounded by incredible truth tellers. I am surrounded by people who give me thoughtful reflections, people who challenge me, people who encourage me constantly to observe my actions, my intentions, and I am so excited for that. And I want you to think through in your own life, are you surrounded by people who are willing to pour into you, challenge you, and refine you, but they do it because they're living their own life with that same intentionality. And so you can trust them and you can observe that they're also growing and that they're also striving and they're also intentional. If you don't have those people in your life, I really want to encourage you to reconsider how to pull people in or rather maybe even just consider for the first time pulling people in that support wellness. I do want to very directly give appreciation to a few of my friends who have just really reshifted my understanding of what living in mutually beneficial relationship looks like and sounds like. And I'm not going to superimpose that I somehow bring added value into their life. I'm going to assume that I do, but you know, they get to decide to what extent I influence their lives. But I've talked about him often. My friend Joe is someone who... The way I would describe it is he's held my hand through just hell, one of the most hellish seasons I've ever had to walk. And he has been the person that reminded me of my responsibility in a season of high struggle. He's a friend who called me into living within my values in spite of the fact that I was in a season of such turmoil. Not only did he invite me into that space, but he models for me consistently what that looks like. My friend Carrie is one when I sit and talk to her. It's just a life-giving experience. I'll share with her about my life, and instead of just blindly going with it, she'll ask me really thought-provoking questions, and she'll really encourage me to think through my actions and my intentions. And it's just this beautiful gift that she gives whenever we're able to spend time together. My friend Dan is one, too, where he'll listen to my story, and then he'll ask me something that gives me permission to stop and think, stop and reevaluate. And I'm just thankful for those who continue to say, Steph, what you're doing is great, but what if you did it even better? Or what if you tried even more? Or what if you tweaked it a little bit here or there? And it's this posture that I've been allowed to cultivate of rampant curiosity for how to improve. And these people that I've been surrounded by that invite me to improve, I don't know. It just fills me with such humility because I think through the rigidity that I used to have. I think through the fact that I used to come from a posture of knowing everything. I used to come from a posture of assuming that my ways were best. And so I'm thankful for curiosity. And that was, again, just really impressed upon me this last week. I had a former student. So one of my college students reach out to me and he said, Professor West, I love the podcast. What you're doing is very cool. Good job. And then he sent another message and said, I do deal with sound equipment and I do deal with technology. And I'm wondering if you would like any support in refining things a little bit. And I 
was acutely aware that old me would have been like, what's he saying? My podcast is trash. I'm so sad. I'm so embarrassed. I'm doing it all wrong. And instead, I heard someone so brave stand up and say, what you're doing is great. And would you like to do it better? Check yes on both of those things from my end. Thank you. I do my best to make this a quality show, but I have severe limitations. I've shared with you that prior to COVID, you know, having two email addresses was overwhelming for me. Uh, The first time I had to do a Zoom call, that was, um, I'm not going to say dumpster fire because I handled it. It was an emotional dumpster fire, though. That was just a really big ask during a season of chaos. But my technology game has leveled up immensely, and so I can do a podcast now. But my game's about to level up again because I've had someone reach out and say, Steph, I'd love to help you. And I'm here for it. I'm so thankful for those in my life who consistently say, what you're doing is great and What if we did something else too? And I'm just so enamored with the opportunities that life sends my way. And one of the reasons why I think I'm enamored by it is because I have such acute awareness of what wellness means. And I can juxtapose that to where I used to be. And I can understand the depth of healing that's come from just seeking out health, not personally, not just for me and for my body and for my mind and for my spirit, but relationally as well. And so I wanna walk with you today Through something I've talked about before, it's actually the premise of the book that I'm working on. And over Thanksgiving break, I'm going to do a final sketch out of the calendar for the book. And then I'm going to hold myself to that. So I'm assuming that I'll be talking about what it looks like to publish probably towards early spring. That's my goal. But that's that's going to put a lot on me. And so I'm excited to kind of draft out a concrete plan. But I want to share with you kind of the foundational idea of domain wellness. And what domain wellness is talking about. There are certain categories in life where we have to seek out how to intentionally be well, or we're going to have compromised strategies and resources, and we're going to make compromised decisions. And it's actually kind of exhausting to think about how many areas of life we have to put intentional effort, but we really have to focus on both interpersonal, so how we relate with others, and intrapersonal, how we take care of self and relate to self. And I love using this verbiage with clients because it categorizes things. By no means is it a foolproof categorization. I stumbled over that word. That one's a tough one. But it is a way to start at least giving us language of if I want to live intentionally and well, where do I get started? So when we talk about domain wellness, the intrapersonal, so what relates to me specifically, where I have most control but also heavy influence, is my intellectual health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, and my physical health. Those are going to be pieces that my day-to-day habits will either contribute to or adversely affect. And so I start with clients there, and I'm going to talk more about it in just a minute about the interplay between them. As it relates to interpersonal health, we have relational, we have recreational, we have vocational. Vocational is talking about your job or your career identity, and we have financial. If I want to walk with someone towards wellness, all eight categories are going to matter. Now, we could add in other big categories. We could also, under each of these, put some subcategories that would make sense, But for right now and for simplicity's sake, we're just going to go with those eight. So when someone comes to me in therapy, I'm looking through these different lenses and I'm saying, okay, they're definitely experiencing some emotional distress. There's absolutely some relational distress going on. There's going to be, in many people's stories, some maybe vocational career-related struggle. Often financial struggle is happening. And so what I postulate with them 
is we need some small wins early on that is going to help coach you towards health and give you an idea of your own self-efficacy. And self-efficacy is the belief that I can do something. So I tend to look with people first at physical goals because the inputs there are the ones we see almost immediate outputs for. When we talk about subcategories, physical wellness has a whole host of subcategories that we would want to talk about. It has diet and nutrition, intentional movement, which is going to be one of the primary interventions for anxiety, depression. Nutrition and movement are paramount, as is sleep, the third category. And then the fourth category is hygiene or just kind of daily best practices for self-care. So when we talk about, okay, I need to make changes in my life, I will start with clients in that category, not because it's the most important, although how we treat our body and how we care for it is, is absolutely vital for wellness. But I start there because if we can make small tweaks to sleep patterns, if we can make small tweaks to hydration and food, if we can make small tweaks to movement and someone experiences success, then when we try to tackle something a little tougher like finances or a little tougher like emotional health or a little tougher like relational health, we've already moved them a tiny bit closer to understanding wellness. And so they have this sense of, okay, I might be able to do this. I've made these tweaks over with my physical health. What if I took the next step? And so I really start with clients on what is the smallest next step you can make, and then let's keep adding in small steps. And I've shared with you guys before what my life looks like now compared to five years ago. It's astronomically different, and it's different physically. It's far different spiritually. It's different emotionally. It's definitely different intellectually, relationally, recreationally, vocationally, and financial. All eight pieces in my life have had radical overhaul over the last five years. And I actually said to a friend not long ago, I said, if my 25-year-old self saw the path that I was going and where I would be in my mid-30s, I would have ran scared. I would have fought against it every step of the way. I would have operated with a spirit of disbelief. But small intentional tweaks over time has overhauled every domain in my life. And what's so cool is the infrastructure is laid to keep marching towards wellness, to keep inviting in intentionally healthy influences, to keep surrounding myself in intentionally healthy relationships. The infrastructure is laid. And that's because I took the next small step. So when someone comes in and says they're having a struggle in a certain area, I look at it as skills deficit. Someone in their history should have modeled a behavior for them. Someone in their history should have invited them into a space of maturity and best practices in each of these areas. So emotional maturity, physical maturity. Someone should have been modeling spiritual health. Someone should have been walking with you through vocational identity formation. Someone should have held your hand through financial planning. And if someone didn't and no one modeled it for you, then there are going to be skilled deficits that have shown up. That's just basic understanding. If no one invites you into a space of learning something new, which is again why I am so thankful for those who invite me into new spaces, if no one models it for us and invites us into doing it better, how would we know? So I have to start with clients about, of course you have deficits here. Of course you have struggles here. No one has helped you. So let's skill build. And so we look for one small win to the next small win to the next small win. And over the course of months, 
months and in some of my clients' stories over the course of years, they will have a total overhaul to their life. Now, some come in just for tweaks and that's okay too. We can work on tweaks, but there are people that come to me for overhauls. And when we overhaul, friends, it is this stunningly beautiful process because we get to look at all areas of life and take ginger steps forward towards healing, wholeness, restoration, and intentional living. And so when I have clients come in and they say, okay, how are we going to get through this? Uh, 12 weeks, what is that going to look like? Am I going to be healed? And I'll say, that'll be a great start. I'm excited for that. But I'm going to teach you or invite you into the space of understanding that if you expect to be well, you've got to work on a lifelong process of being curious. You've got to cultivate a desire to know better, do better, be better, and surround yourself with better. And if you can do that, what you're going to have access to is going to be so profound and just incredible. So I want to invite you into that space of understanding. If you expect to be well, you have to work on the intellectual. You have to work on the emotional. You have to work on the spiritual. You have to work on the physical. And then you have to wonder what does it look like to relationally, recreationally, vocationally, and financially do well too. I want to emphasize here for just a quick second how many people come to me with zero understanding of what are their hobbies, what are their likes, what are their dislikes. And so it might look odd on this list of domains to say, well, why do I have to worry about recreation? Why would I have to emphasize or pay special attention to hobbies? What I would say to them is what you do when you're not tasking is going to be paramount to your health. If you don't know how to live life actively and enjoy the benefits and the fruits of life, that's a problem. And so there's many pieces of just basic permission that I have to give to people to, yes, let's focus on your relationships. Yes, let's focus on your hobbies. Yes, let's focus on your intelligence. It all matters and it all interplays. Now, what happens is when we start to tweak something, and Wednesday, I'm going to give a very tangible example of a financial overhaul. So that's going to be Wednesday's episode. But when we start to tweak the physical wellness, then suddenly you're feeling a little bit better about your physical body and you have better energy. And so we can tend to some of the emotional pieces. And as you start to experience some healing in the emotional pieces, you start to understand healing in a spiritual sense, meaning relationships are going to be one of the best access points for understanding spiritual healing. And then in that, you're experiencing relationships that are improving and you're understanding that your guard can go down a little bit. And so you're able to engage maybe a little bit more adventurous is adventurously wouldn't be a word. With a more adventurous spirit, we'll try that. Um, so now we're, we're working on some recreational pieces. And then you notice that because things are going well in these other areas, you want to start to manage your finance as well so that you can have fun in your hobbies, so that your relationships aren't strained, so that your emotions are good or are going well for you. It all interplays. And I want to convince you that the interplay is vital if you want to consider wellness. I understand towards the end here, I got a little redundant. I'm not even sure these last few minutes were new information, but if you stuck with me long enough to listen, I so appreciate it, you guys. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you're welcome to email me at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Following on Facebook is appreciated. Anytime you're willing to share, you are sending a message not only to me that the content is valuable, but you're also sending a message to other people that you love them enough to invite them into spaces of healing. And for that, I have nothing but appreciation. I hope you guys have a good week. I'll be back Wednesday talking a little bit more about domain wellness, and we will see you soon.